Welcome to Styling Social, the podcast. I am your host, Ellie Blakeney, and I am an influencer coach for new upcoming influencers who want to grow their social media, maximize their income, and stop hustling. I am so excited to share today's episode with you, so let's dive straight in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another solo episode of the Styling Social podcast. I'm so excited for this episode. It's almost like a part two of last week's episode, which was around creating, building and launching your first own online course. And then today we're going to be diving deeper into the selling side, which of course can be used for an online course or it could be used to sell high ticket coaching. It could be used to sell absolutely anything at all. These tips really can be applied regardless of your niche or regardless if you're an entrepreneur or an influencer who is monetizing. Um, And if you didn't catch last week's episode, then you probably don't know that the Styling Social podcast is now also over on YouTube, which is very exciting. So if you are more of a visual learner, you can head on over to YouTube to catch this podcast episode. We're still going to be uploading as normal onto the podcast. So you'll still be able to access via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. But if you are a visual person, then you can head on over to YouTube. I'm going to put a direct link inside the show notes, but you can also just search for Silent Social on YouTube. And I'm sure our videos will begin to pop up. Now, if you enjoy watching and listening to today's episode, then I would love for you guys to share it on your Instagram stories and tag us at Silent Social as well as my personal, which is Ellie underscore Blakeney. Let us know how you get on with today's episode. Let me know if you are currently listening via audio or if you are watching the video on YouTube. I would love to see and I would love to hear all about it. Now, as I mentioned, today's episode is all around selling and really generating more income specifically with ease. So how you can sell in a way that feels really good for you and in a way that feels really lean back to the point where you are basically in receiving mode 24-7. And this is something that I used to really, really struggle with in my early days of entrepreneurship. And it is something that I have now absolutely mastered. So I want to help you guys achieve the same. Now, the first step to selling more with ease is to change your perspective around selling. Ask yourself right now, what beliefs do you have around selling? What beliefs do you have around showing up and talking about your offer? If I said to you right now, I want you to show up on stories for the next 30 days and talk about your offer every single day and sell it every single day. How does that make you feel? Does it make you feel like you want to run the other way? Does it make you start having these thoughts that you're going to be really annoying your audience? This is a big one. This is something that I see come up so much is that people have this fear that they're going to be annoying their audience if they talk about their offer or if they are selling consistently on stories or selling consistently on their Instagram, whatever that looks like. You may also have this icky feeling around selling. It may not feel good for you to sell. And this is what I mean when we say we need to change our perspective around selling. Because here's the thing. If you do not show up and sell, you are actually giving your audience a disservice. By showing up and selling, you are offering your audience that service. You are actually helping them. 
Selling is a good thing. You are helping someone who is stuck right now. Let's say, for example, um, I always use my own ideal client as an example because it's just so much easier for me to do. But right now, let's say someone is in their nine to five job and they really um, they want to be a full time online creator or they want to go full time in their business. Right now, they're over here. They're stuck. They're in their nine to five job. They hate it. They want to get out. By me not showing up to sell my offers, to help them leave that nine to five job, to help them build their business, build their brand, they're staying over here. They're staying stuck versus me showing up to sell and me talking about my offers and talking about who it's perfect for and the transformation that it's going to hold. They're no longer over here anymore and they're over here. And if you're watching on YouTube, it's going to make a lot more sense. But if you are listening to the audio, then essentially they're over on the left and then they come over to the right because I've helped them take that jump and I've helped them get from, um, they're out of that place of, you know, they're no longer working their nine to five job and they're able to do their business full time. And that wouldn't have been possible if I didn't show up and sell, if I didn't show up and talk about my offer. So change your perspective around selling. This is the major shift that you need to have is that selling is a good thing. If you have this icky energy around selling and you almost feel like guilty or bad for showing up to talk about your offers, then you're going to find it very, very hard to sell a lot and scale your business. Um, and, you know, this is something that really comes with practice as well. This isn't something that just happens overnight. I think the more that you do it, the easier it becomes. And that's very cliche um, advice, but it's so true because when I look back on my journey, I found it a lot trickier to sell in the beginning days. But as I've gone on and the months have gone on and the years have gone on, I am doing it with so much ease. And the great thing for you is that because you're listening to this podcast episode today, it doesn't need to take you years to get to that point where I'm at today. It doesn't need to take you years. It might take you a couple of weeks. It might take you a couple of months, but it doesn't need to take as long as it took me because I am here now and I am able to guide you and you are able to learn from my mistakes and you're able to start making the shifts now. Okay, so that's the first thing is changing your perspective around selling. Then the next thing you really need to do is get over the fear of showing up and being seen. And I get it because I almost describe it as you're on a stage and you're naked on the stage, right? Completely butt naked on the stage. And you've got a massive audience. You've got all your followers. They're the crowd um, of, of this stage. They're watching the show, whatever it is. Um, and you are standing there naked and the curtains open. And it's like you're exposed. Everyone can see everything and it's scary and you are fully seen and everyone can see every single part of you. And that is what it's like showing up on social media is that everyone sees every single part of you, especially if you are showing up being your complete authentic self. They see the highs, they see the lows, they see everything. And it's scary because you're being really vulnerable with your audience. But here's the thing. People aren't judging you. The only person that's judging you is yourself. And once you get over that fear of showing up and being seen, the sales start flowing in with more ease because do you know why? Because you've been a human. And as I mentioned in last week's episode, people buy from people. So now they've connected with you as a person. They've connected with the moments where you felt like giving up, the moments where you've had self-doubt, where you've had fear. And they've been with you through your highs and they've seen what's possible for them. Okay, so this is a huge, huge, huge selling point and connection point 
um, is that you need to be seen and you need to almost get over that fear of being seen. And I think specifically around selling and launching and being seen is that people have this fear that they're going to launch an offer, right? And again, you're standing on the stage. Once you launch the offer, the curtains are open and people are watching you and all eyes are on you. And it's almost like we have this fear of like, what will it mean if no one buys? What would it mean about me? What would it mean about the business? And it's this fear of rejection. That's where this often stems from is the fear of rejection. And something I would ask you guys to do is to try and see if there is something from childhood where you were rejected or you felt rejected. And this is probably likely now how you are bringing it through your adulthood. And I know for me, like the reason why I share this is because this is something that I struggled with a lot. And it's because throughout my whole entire life, and I think specifically at school, is that I massively felt rejected. I was never one of the popular girls. Um, I always had very, like, very, very small group of friends. Um, I was always, like, picked last in PE, which, to be honest, guys, I wouldn't pick me first on your team in PE anyway. Sports is not my thing. But you know what I mean? I was always experiencing these feelings of rejection, and that never made me feel good. And specifically in school, um, even though I had a very small group of friends, it would be like those friends would go out um, and, I don't know, have a sleepover or whatever we used to do. I don't even know what, what kind of things we used to do. Um, I, I remember sleepovers being a big thing, like parties and stuff like that. Um, and I mean, I wouldn't know anyway, because this is the whole point of the story, is that I was always feeling those feelings of rejection because I was never invited. And I would be sat there on my phone watching it all happen on snapchat because snapchat used to be the thing when we were kids or watching it on instagram you know whatever that looks like so then when it comes to me selling and it comes to me sharing my offer it's almost like that fear creeps up again of like you could be rejected what if no one buys what would it mean if no one buys what would it mean about you your business is going to fail like all of these thoughts will come up this is why it's so important to get over the fear of being seen I'm really like I would journal on this if you guys are um if you guys do journaling, but really try and pinpoint why where is this fear coming from? Is it fear of rejection? Is it fear of something else? Why are you so scared to be seen? It could be judgment as well. This is a big one. Um, or what people might say, like what people might think. This is another um really big thing that comes up for people. So try and pinpoint where the fear is coming from. And then to help yourself get over that fear, you want to challenge yourself to show up consistently. So I think for everyone that's listening to this podcast episode today, I want to challenge you to show up today to talk about your offer. Even if you are listening to this at midnight, show up and talk about your offer. You can do a graphic if it's midnight because you're probably chilling in bed. Um, but today, that's your challenge is to talk about your offer and sell your offer. And I promise you, the more you do it, the easier it becomes. And here's the thing as well, is like, if you don't show up and talk about your offer, people don't know it, people don't know it exists. People won't know that it exists. And another thing to remember is that if you feel like you are talking about your offer consistently and no one's buying, I want you to truly ask yourself, how many times have you actually spoken about the offer? And how many different angles have you spoken about the offer? Have you come from the same angle every single time? Have you actually only spoken about your offer five times? Like, what does that look like for you? Because here's the thing. There's a statistic. Don't quote me on this, but I believe it's like nine to 12 times. Um, someone will need to see your offer before they take action. 
And there's also a certain percentage of your audience that won't buy in the first year. They won't buy in the first year. There's also a certain percentage that, of course, will buy in the first year. Heck, I've had people literally join and buy my offers in within an hour of finding the account, but that's because we've built a solid brand and there's content that is converting um, those clients, the people that buy instantly, which actually just reminded me as well, um, this month's masterclass content that converts. If you are not inside, link is in the show notes. This is going to be a masterclass all around creating content that converts people into clients or into your students for online courses, whatever that looks like for you. Um, so yeah, the link is in the show notes for that if you are interested in coming to that training. It's going to be a live training, so you will be able to watch live if you desire, um, but you will also have the recording. So if you can't attend live, don't stress it. You've got the recording um, and you've also got it for life. So you can can keep this training forever you'll be able to refer back to it as many times as you want and I'm going to be sharing inside that masterclass real life examples of my content and picking them apart um, I might even share some client examples and how they've done it and um, really really diving deep into content and setting up your brand so that it sells on autopilot um, but getting back to the point of getting over the fear is that you want to show up consistently you want to talk about your offer and just talk about it from different angles and make sure that you understand that even when it feels like it's not working and it's not selling, it is. And people are watching. Believe me now, people are watching. People are debating it. They're feeling into it. And think of your own buyer habits. Are you someone who jumps in straight away? Are you someone that jumps in straight away? It's like, yes, send me the link. I know for a lot of people in my audience, you guys are like that. But some people in our audience are also, they want to feel into it. And this, again, is going to depend on your own um, your own buyer habits and what that looks like for you. And your human design will play a big role in that as well. And your money blocks, money mindset, there's so much. I'm so different now to when I first started business to when I used to work at the supermarket, all of these different things. And that's because I've done a lot of money work, a lot of money mindset work. Um, and this is really like money mindset work is probably the biggest thing you can do to sell more is to look at where these blocks are. And this leads me really, really nicely onto the next point, which is unblocking yourself. And I wanna say something to you guys that you may have never heard before. And it's something that I always tell myself and I always remind myself. And if you're making notes, I think this would be something really, really great to write down. And that is you become the 10K woman before you see the 10K. You become the 10K woman before you see, make, create the 10K. And what I mean by this is that you will have to unblock whatever limiting beliefs you have. You have to go through certain parts of business before you make those 10K months consistently. And this is something that I really, really learned, especially when I was scaling on to um, even bigger months than 10K, when I was really going from like 10K to 15K months, is that I needed to become the woman who felt safe holding 15K. And I don't know why that just made me emotional saying that, because well, I do know why. But if you're watching on YouTube, you may have just seen my eyes water a little bit. But the reason for this is because it's a whole journey. It's a journey with unblocking so much, so much shit that you've probably gone through or heard people say, or, you know, 
society has made you believe a certain way or maybe Instagram has made you believe a certain thing and there's so much work to be done before you hit the goal especially around money and I was in a mastermind with a coach and this is something that we used to speak about a lot um and it was a mastermind with other six-figure entrepreneurs and seven-figure entrepreneurs like the money conversations that we used to have were crazy and energetically and with my mindset and everything it really made me kind of see what was possible and it was like shit I did not realize that that kind of money was possible for me or for anyone like I just didn't even comprehend it before um and being in those conversations and being in that room and being surrounded by people that were you know talking about earning 50k months as if as if it was just normal was crazy and it still is fucking crazy and it's mind-blowing and it doesn't make sense and you know what the thing is is when I used to work at the supermarket and obviously I was on I think maybe like 600 pound a month um I was on minimum wage and um I used to stack the shelves I used to put the stock on the shelves and I used to serve on the tills um and I've I've not come from a wealthy family in any way shape or form um and there were times like growing up as a child where we used to struggle with money financially. And there was a lot of phrases being thrown around like money doesn't grow on trees. If you um, like desire more money, then you need to work really, really hard. You need to hustle. You need to grind. I think I've spoken about this on the podcast before about how um, growing up, I always thought like in order to earn more, I needed to work more and I needed to like properly burn myself out. Um, and I always had this belief. And this is what I mean when, I say you become the 10k woman before you make the 10k you undo all of these beliefs and you create new beliefs and you work through all the shit so I really want you to ask yourself right now what beliefs are blocking you what money doubts do you have right now do you feel worthy enough for 10k do you feel like you need to work 45 hours in order to get the 10k do you feel like you need to work every weekend in order to get the 10k months Like, what does that look like for you? What's coming up for you? Everyone is going to be different. Do you feel safe around holding that money? Does it feel safe at being in your bank account, being in your world? What would you spend the 10K on? Really work on becoming that woman and acting as if as well. Acting as if you already are the 10K woman. What would the 10K version of yourself do? Would she debate an investment and go back and forth and sit on the fence and maybe, I don't know, think about it for five weeks? Or would she feel into it for a couple of days and think, I'm in this? Or would she just know straight away and be like, send me the link, I'm in? What would the 10K version of yourself do day to day? What would her morning routine look like? What clothes would she wear? How would she look after herself? Like all of these things, you become that woman before you see the money. Um, And the final thing I want to talk about inside this episode um, is selling in terms of what you say. So when you're on stories and you're selling, what exactly should you be saying? Should you be talking about how many videos are inside the online course? How many eBooks you get? How many worksheets? um how long the training videos are all mistakes that I've made if you followed me for a long time man I did that a lot I did that a lot but this is what's great about the podcast and great about my Instagram and the brand is that you guys get to learn from my mistakes um we don't need to fucking know how many videos are inside the course 
You can mention it if you want to, but we don't need to deep dive into it. We don't need to see the timestamps of all the videos. It's just not needed. It's extra fluff. It's extra bullshit. That is not necessary for you to sell. And what you should focus on when you're selling is talking about the transformation. What is the transformation that your client or your student is going to have once they've gone through your program, once they've gone through your online course? What is the transformation? What is the result? That is what you sell. You're not going to sell and sit here and be like, it's got 18 training videos, five ebooks, and two worksheets. And it's called this. And just talk nothing about the transformation. Talk about the transformation. What is the end result? Who is this course for? What can they expect to see? What can they expect to get out of this at the end? So for example, with online course creator, the end result for that, the transformation for that course that we are selling. And um, by the way, guys, it is still on pre-sale. So if you want to get a half price, link in the show notes. Um, it's a course around building an online course start to finish. But the transformation for that, and when we go to sell that course is that, you will be able to quit your nine to five job and you will be able to generate more passive income sales. Or maybe you've already, you're already full-time in business, but with this course, you're going to be able to generate more sales with ease. It's going to be more lean back. You're going to be in the receiving mode. It's going to be happening on autopilot. So that's the transformation that we would sell. I wouldn't sit here and go, it's got, I don't know how many videos it's even going to have in it yet, but I don't know, let's say for example, it's got 20 videos in it and you get five eBooks. I've definitely done that before. I've definitely done that before. And I'll still probably mention how many videos are inside, but it won't be the main focus point of the selling. It won't be the main focus point. And this actually leads me really nicely into um, another point, which I wasn't going to include inside this episode, but let's go for it. And that is energetically being in receiving mode. And I've spoken about this before on my Instagram. Um, I've spoken about it before inside masterclasses. And receiving mode is such an interesting concept. And the best way I can describe it to you guys is that you don't obsess over the sale. You don't worry about how it's going to come in. You don't worry about when. You just, you're in receiving mode. I'm in receiving mode right now when I'm filming this podcast. I'm in receiving mode right now. Because I'm not thinking about, oh my God, right now I'm in launch for this uh, masterclass, this mastermind, this coaching, whatever. I'm not thinking about that. I'm present in this moment right now recording this podcast episode or I'm present when I'm going on a walk with Sunny and we're talking about, um, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what we talk about on our walks, the most random things about, I don't even know what we talk about to be honest. Um, sometimes we talk about how our days have been. Sometimes we argue about whether we're going to get a dog or not. I'm very much like we've got our two cats and right now, where's the dog going to go? Do you know what I mean? Um, I'm very much an animal lover and I love the idea of having a dog, but I think, I don't know if now is the right time, but that is just some a random example of what we might talk about on our walk. Um, but what I mean is I am present in that moment. I'm not obsessing over the sale. I'm not sitting here refreshing my DMs, waiting to see if someone has messaged me about my offer, checking my um, Stripe to see how much money has come in that day. I'm not obsessing. I am in lean back and I am in receiving mode. So just to recap the different ways to generate more sales with ease, you want to change your perspective around selling. You want to get over the fear of showing up and being seen. 
You want to unblock yourself because as we said, and as we all know now, you become the 10K woman before you see the 10K. And you want to make sure that you are talking about the transformation rather than just talking about the product. Um, and something that I'm going to be diving deeper um, into is actually being the authority in your content. So when you show up as an authority, this is also another great point that will generate you more sales is because you will be able to be that go-to person for your client, for your student. If they do not see you specifically as a solution to their problem just yet, you are not showing up as an authority. In order to be that first person that comes to mind, you need to show them that you know your shit. You need to have clear messaging. You need to have social proof. If you have been running your business for a while, you should ideally have social proof now. So client testimonials, client reviews. If you are brand new to business or monetizing your influence and right now you don't have any social proof, don't stress it. You have your own social proof, which is your own results. Um, so like, say, for example, like everyone's got to start somewhere as well, guys. Everyone has to start their business from somewhere. They have to start from the floor. I started from zero. You start from zero. We all start from the same place. Um, and what I did like in the early days of business before I had client results was I shared my own story, my own like Instagram growth results, my own results working with brands, like the stuff that I'd already done. That was my social proof. I was my social proof. So you could share that. Um, but like educational content, your own transformation, all of these things, like a big thing that I talk about on both my personal page, Ellie underscore Blakeney, which by the way, you should go and follow me on that page because I really feel like I dive deeper on my personal, maybe because it feels a little bit more casual, I guess. So I could just really be my weird self, but I don't know. It's a cool account. I think you should follow it. Um, but I talk a lot about my own transformation, about how I went from supermarket, stacking the shelves, serving on the tills for minimum wage to six-figure entrepreneur in the same fucking year and that still blows my mind that's still ridiculous and crazy but also so realistic and it's something I've spoken about before about the idea of it being realistic or not realistic it's so fucking realistic do you know why because I'm paving the way and I'm now showing you how to make it happen and it wasn't by coincidence it wasn't by luck it was through strategy and it was through me trusting myself, leaning into my intuition and letting that guide me, as well as constantly investing in myself and having the resources, equipping myself with the resources to fast track my success and, you know, speed things up. And that's exactly what you guys can do, too. And if you are someone that is just in the beginning stages of business um, and you want to fast track your success, then I do have something coming up very, very soon. If you want details on it, you feel free to message me the word fast track and I will send you the details. Um, this is for you if you are in the early days of starting a business. Um, and this would be a really great um, offer for you that we have coming up. But I want you guys to think about your own story. Show up as the authority. Show up let people know that you know your shit, you know what you're talking about, let them know you're an expert. You do, as I said, do it for educational content, for your testimonials. There's so many different routes you can go down. And if you want to learn further about this, then the content that converts masterclass link is inside the show notes. You can come and join us live or you'll be able to catch the recorded replay. As with all my masterclasses, once you're inside, it is yours for life. You get to keep it. 
lifetime access you can watch it as many times as you desire you can take notes you can re-digest it you can refer back to it in six months time but this training we're really going to be diving deep into content that converts into sales converts people into clients into students whatever that might look like for you um, so I'm going to be sharing like real life examples of my own content, potentially clients, um, and really breaking it down of how we do this, how we establish ourselves as an authority through our content. So if you're feeling the pull to that, the link is inside the show notes, or if you're in YouTube, then the link is, of course, all of the links will be inside the YouTube description. But that is the end of today's episode. So if you have enjoyed listening, I would love for you to share it to your Instagram story, tag us at Styling Social and my personal at Ellie underscore Blakeney. Drop me a message, a voice note. Let me know how you found this episode. Let me know if you had any light bulb moments. If this has just been a breakthrough for you, I want to hear it all. I want to hear all the details and I will see you next Monday for a brand new episode. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you have enjoyed listening, be sure to let us know by leaving a five-star review on iTunes or sharing and tagging us on your Instagram stories at Style and Social. Keep on killing it.